Good morning, everyone. How are we doing on this this Monday? Don't we feel like Monday should be a holiday after the first uh, weekend of the NCAA tournament? Welcome into Game On. I'm your host, Will. We're doing a new little show here. I'm going to start doing these every morning. I'm going to call them, at least for now, a little morning Sports Expresso. Expresso, if I can even say it. I can't. Sports Expresso shot. There we go. Well, we're going to, you know, we'll recap some important things over the weekend or the night before, but we're mainly focused on the future. What do we got set today? What is in our lineup on the sports agenda today or in the near future? What games like the Sweet 16 do we need to be focusing on? So appreciate everyone here. Heavy Steps is in the house, says it's early and it's Monday. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And it's damn early over here. And guess what? I already got up and went on a little workout, went on a little run. How about that? Rise and grind. That's what we're doing here. If you haven't already, go over to gameon.locals.com. That's gameon.locals.com. It's free to join. It's my sports community. God, I have something in my throat. <clears> throat> horrible, horrible, <laughs> horrible timing. Anyways, uh, Heavy Step says, UConn, lock it in. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we're going to get into that. But, yes, morning espresso shot here of sports. We're going to just dive into, to, you know, obviously we're going to start with March Madness. And we're going to go from there and talk about some of the stuff that happened over the weekend. Talk about the World Baseball Classic, NFL free agency, new signings and rumors. And then uh, recap, we'll finish off with the UFC. Talk about the main event this week and what happened there. Uh, in the UFC, but uh, if, you, if you're watching over on YouTube, welcome. If you're uh, over on Rumble, I know we're up on the sports page over on Rumble. So if you're over on Rumble, shout out to everyone over on Rumble over there. And uh, let's get started. Let's get into this right now. And like I said, we're going to start with the Sweet 16. Uh, am I going to recap what happened uh, over the weekend? No, you watch the games. I know you watch the games. I know you know what happens. I know you, like me, had Gonzaga minus four, and you were feeling pretty good about it uh, because they were up six with 0.7 seconds left. And then the guy rolls the inbound all the way across half court. Guy picks it up, chucks it in the air, a meaningless shot that ends up going in and switching millions and millions of dollars from one hand to another as TCU is able to cover against the Zags. Just gross, gross. But honestly, if Gonzaga wouldn't have missed so many shots, they should have ran away with that game uh, very, very early on. But I digress. Here we go. We're going to get into the Sweet 16 starting on Thursday. First matchup, we got Michigan State and Kansas State. Um, not, I don't know how many people had had this in their bracket. Uh, I sure didn't with the Michigan State. Uh, heavy steps knows I've, I've been just been fading the Big Ten. And uh, Kansas State, I'm sure quite a few people have Kansas State in there, not because they're good, but because, uh, you know, they were a three seed. So I'm assuming a lot of people just filled out the favorite to advance to the Sweet 16. So we got Michigan State, a one-point favorite. And this is going to be in Madison Square Garden, one-point favorite against Kansas State. Then we have Arkansas, the game after that. Arkansas and UConn and Heavy Steps is already saying he likes UConn. I'll tell you, Ken Palm likes UConn. The uh, analytics love UConn in this one. Uh, just just before the tournament started, even so, UConn, they're yeah, you they can make you sweat any given game, but uh, they've definitely got the talent and the skill to to make a run here. Uh, but so does Arkansas, Arkansas. If they're healthy, Arkansas can get it done. So Arkansas, UConn is going to be your next one. UConn being a three and a half point favorite in that one. Heavy Step says I lean Michigan State. 
Yeah, yeah. I think I think you got to go Michigan State in that one. I think if you just watch the, uh, you pointed this out. You texted this to me uh, during the during the last game. Izzo is just fired up out there, man. He's fired up. It's he's, you know when these old coaches <clears throat> who've uh, got got experience and uh, or you know are respectable and, and been there before and have actually accomplished stuff when they're older. And you could just see it. You could just see it in his face, his expression, the way he's talking. It's different. It's it's he's not really coaching there. He's more like cheerleading his team on because he knows he's got something special and they're doing something special. So uh we'll see what happens there. Uh next up, sweet 16. We got FAU in Tennessee. Tennessee, who I was fading because of injuries. I'm like, I don't know how they're gonna get this done with with all the injuries, losing the point point guard before the tournament started. Well, they've been proving me wrong. Here they are, and they're going up against FAU, who defeated Farley Dickinson, who covered Farley Dickinson not only beat a 16 seed then they went on to cover the next game I mean that's that is from a sports better standpoint uh aspect that is that is our hero that is our hero not all heroes wear capes lean FAU in this one yeah Tennessee is going to be minus five and a half I think you go FAU FAU is good FAU could get into the final four I mean (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that because that that region i think it's the east region is all blown up because you've got you got fau tennessee and you got michigan state and kansas state i mean would you be surprised if fau who can shoot who is a good team uh, i think they got 30 plus wins beats tennessee and then beats the winner of k-state michigan state i wouldn't be shocked at all um heavy step says he thinks tennessee is gonna win it though yeah they probably they, i mean they should they're i mean they're five and a half point favorite they should <laughs> And then we have ooh, what's going to be a great matchup here. Uh, just absolute fun game. Gonzaga, UCLA, um, UCLA. This is where it's going to hurt them. I think, I think this is where they wish um, they, they have some key injuries to some really good defensive players and they're going to need it against Gonzaga. This game, Gonzaga, one and a half point dog. I like the Zags in this one. I think the Zags are going to the final four, but that's just me personally. But uh, this is going to be a fun game, and I'm glad that it's the night game. The last game, Gonzaga, UCLA, should be a fun one. And then we move on to Friday. <clears throat> I hate this time. I hate this time because it started It started the last couple of days, but it's like I love when all the, you know, the first, the first two days, the first two days, and there's all the games going on. You can turn, watch one game here, watch one game there. Now, now we're just like you only get one game. And then you got to wait for the next game. Then you got to wait for the next. It's just, ugh, hate it. I mean, granted, basketball's on all day long. That's cool. But man, I want, I love it when there's, there's multiple games on flipping back and forth. Chaos, just chaos. Um, Heavy Step says he leans Zags. Um, all right, all right. So next up, Friday, we got San Diego State uh, playing Alabama. Uh, Alabama's six point favorite against San Diego State. San Diego State, listen, they're good. They've had a good run. Uh, they were able to get past two lesser opponents just based off of size and athleticism. And obviously, that's not going to be the case against Alabama. Alabama's just going to roll in this one, and that's in my opinion, and they deserve to be a six-point favorite. Uh, Miami and Houston. Houston, oh, my God. Houston down 10 at half. Down 10 at half. And they come out and outscore Pitt. I think it was like 50, 50 to 23 in the second. I mean, they just – Houston – has this grit and this grind and this next level that they can turn it on to that most teams don't have. So Houston's seven-point favorite against Miami. A lot of people were doubting Miami, but here they are in the Sweet 16 against Houston. Then we got Princeton, the Cinderella story, third year in a row that we have a 15 seed going to the Sweet 16. Princeton's taking on Creighton. Creighton is just, uh, 
I mean, this is going to be a nightmare matchup for for Princeton. Princeton's had a nice run. Creighton's just too damn good. Too damn good, and that's why we see them as a 10-point favorite in the Sweet 16. Absolutely insane, but Creighton should roll with ease against Princeton because Princeton's not that good. They've had a good they had a good weekend. They're not that good of a team. And then finally, the last game in the Sweet 16 is Xavier and Texas. This should be a fun one, but we got Texas as a four-point favorite over Xavier. Texas, so much talent, so much size, and they, they seem to be playing and putting it all together right now. Texas deserves to be a uh, you know four-point favorite in this one. But, I mean, we could get Houston, Texas in the Elite Eight, and that is going to be one of the better matchups of the weekend, uh, of this coming weekend. Um, Heavy Step says <clears throat> Creighton should cover the 10. They should they should. This should be up 10 at half. They should. Um, Heavy Step says, I like Miami in the seven and a half. And Heavy Step says he leans Texas. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Once again, if you are watching, this is a new Sports Morning Expresso show. I'm going to start Expresso. <laughs> Expresso shot. Man, maybe tomorrow I'll figure this out. But uh, no, we're just going to do wait, a little wake up. Cover quick live stream, cover everything that's coming up in, in the future for sports, kind of recap what's important, but uh, kind of focus on what do we got today? What do we got today? Um, and if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed over at uh, youtube.com forward slash game on podcast or game on show on, over on Rumble. Shout out to Rumble, all my Rumble people out there. All right, let's go. Um, so, yeah, there we go. That's college basketball for you. Should be a fun weekend. Uh, coming up we're gonna have some good games interesting lines on some of these and uh, i'm sure we'll have some more heartbreaks in in the sports betting world um step says he's gonna have to bet the nba today well heavy steps glad you said that because let's go over to the nba here's what we got coming up in the association tonight we have the bulls at the sixers sixers are a seven point favorite against the bulls pacers and hornets hornets one uh one and a half point dog at home against the pacers hornets michael jordan i still haven't got around to making this video michael jordan looking to to sell his majority stake in the team we will get more into that later but uh hornets underdog here against the Pacers at home Timberwolves at the Knicks Knicks are an eight point favorite against the T-Wolves damn Knicks eight point favorite against the Tim Timberwolves Mavericks at the Grizzlies I have not gotten up to date on what the injury status is between for the Mavericks if Luca's in if Kyrie's in or one of them's out or both of them's out I don't know this line tells me though that they someone's healthy as the Mavericks are uh two and a half point dog uh, on the road against the Grizzlies. And then we have the Warriors, a nine and a half point favorite at the Rockets. Nine and a half. Listen, the Warriors cannot win a road game. So, uh, and the Rockets, who have been winning of late, which is strange, uh, at home, I don't know. Maybe we look towards the, taking the points with the Rockets in this one. I know that sounds gross, especially against the Warriors, but the Warriors still, they still cannot look at their road record. It is terrible. And then we had the Kings and the Jazz to finish off the night. The Kings, five-point favorite at the Jazz. That is insane. The Kings are having themselves a hell of a season. I think they just guaranteed to have a winning season. Uh, so congrats to Sacramento. Sacramento fans out there. Um, let's see. Heavy Step says Warriors are 9-27 and against the spread on the road. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. They are terrible on the road. Um but they, they play lights out at home. It's going to be interesting to see how that, that translates to the playoffs this year. But, uh, you know, the Warriors, they're always, they're always dangerous in the playoffs. Always dangerous. So that's what we got in the NBA for you. Let's go over to the World Baseball Classic as we have Team USA 
Uh, Trey Turner and Paul Goldschmidt combined for three home runs and eight RBIs to lead, lead USA over Cuba 14 to 2. The US, Team USA will be looked to be repeat champs against the winner of Mexico and Japan on Tuesday in Miami. So USA back in the finals, just bats rolling and looking to repeat as champs, uh, taking on the winner of Mexico and Japan. I mean, I feel like this one could be ugly, just like the game against Cuba could be ugly. I know Heavy Steps has been watching a lot of this uh, World Baseball Classic. I haven't watched any of it, but you know we, we're going to cover it here uh, just because we got Team USA in the finals. And uh, I'm, I'm assuming I wonder what the, the, the spread on or the run line would be on that one. Um, three and a half, maybe four and a half. I don't know. Heavy steps can maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy steps says USA is a lock. I guarantee. Yeah, I agree with that. I just wonder what the uh, spread might be against either of these teams. But congrats to Team USA. Go USA. And here we go. A little uh, let's jump into the little NFL free agency. Obviously, last week, craziness craziness uh going on there and uh some things that we're waiting to hear from are um deandre hopkins getting a lot of uh, people are got rumors out there that he might be going to the patriots so you know i get a little excited there and then we know the aaron Rodgers news is just waiting for that trade to get finalized figure out what it takes to get that trade done him going to the jets but there's still several free agents out there but a couple of them over the weekend got snagged up but uh we start off with obj obj is still a free agent um, it's funny because there's a report going around that OBJ wants $20 million a year. And he tweeted this out. I'm just so confused where this quote is from, uh, from me that I said, I want 20 million. He goes, all I'm saying is 4 million ain't enough. So, I mean, we can, you can understand that, right? Maybe, maybe some people were, you know, took that out of context that he wanted, he wanted 20 million, maybe, maybe just because he said that he didn't, he wasn't going to play for four, which is crazy to think of crazy to think of. Could you imagine someone? Someone like says, "Hey, will you come play football for me for four million dollars this year?" I'd pack this thing up and go uh, right now. <laughs> but uh, you know, he wants to get paid. He wants to. He probably knows this. Is, this is it for him, especially coming off that injury. This is going to be the last contract for him. So uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get um OBJ update probably this week. We'll figure out where he's gonna go. It sounds like the Cowboys are off of um, OBJ. And speaking of the Cowboys, the Cowboys. Traded for Houston's Brandon Cooks has been traded to the Dallas Cowboys for a fifth round pick and they restructured the contract there. So uh, Houston was going to be eating six million of, of uh, some guaranteed money there that the Dallas Cowboys didn't want to pay for. Uh, Heavy Step says, how about the Darren Waller trade? Yeah, Darren Waller going to the Giants. That's huge. For them. The Giants are trying to make a run right now. They're trying to they they felt it. They felt the taste of winning this last season. They had some success. They won a playoff game. Now they're going all in. They're saying, let's pay these people. Let's get in there and let's make some noise. So I like that move for, for the the Giants. Um, so Houston receives a fifth-round pick in 2023 and a sixth-round pick in 2024. And then Dallas will receive wide receiver Brandon Cooks, who's still got a little bit left in the take, tank as long as he doesn't get hit in the head. And, uh, yes, and Zeke is gone. Zeke is gone from the Cowboys. Everyone saw that coming. I mean, it made too much sense. They could cut Zeke and save 12 million in cap space and turn around and tag Pollard, which would be cover more than cover the tag price by just cutting Zeke. And it just makes too much sense. It's like, yeah, we'll keep Pollard and cut Zeke and it will cost us nothing. Cost us nothing. Um, 
And then we got some breaking news out of Houston. Uh, another deal with Houston. The Texas star uh, left tackle Laramie Tunsil has become the highest paid offensive lineman in NFL history. He agreed to a three-year $75 million extension that includes $50 million fully guaranteed. The deal includes a $30 million signing bonus and will pay Tunsil $60 million, million in total guarantees. That's what you want to hear if you're Bryce Young because it sounds like uh, sounds like the Panthers probably going to C.J. Stroud, so Bryce Young probably ended up in Houston, and you want this guy protecting you. Trust me. So good news for, for Houston fans and good news especially for uh, uh, Bryce Young or whoever Houston ends up drafting because we know Houston's going to take a young QB there. Um, and it wasn't Case Keenum or something signed back with Houston or something like that. I, I can't remember. There's been so many, so many NFL uh, breaking news and signings that I'm going to have to do a separate stream or video on that um, by itself not here in this morning espresso shot that we're doing of sports news and uh, what we got going. And uh, let's see Ramsey to the dolphins. Yes. Heavy steps Ramsey to the dolphins. How about Orlando Brownfield about the Tunsil contract? I don't know, man, you got it. You got to He did it after him. You know, it's, it's not who you are. It's when you are. And uh, the next guy always gets more, even if it's literally days after the signing. Um, let's see some more breaking news, uh, in the NFL wide receiver. Yeah, here we go. Wide receiver, Brandon cooks restructured his contract Saturday so that Houston will pay 6 million of his salary this season. And the Cowboys will pay the remaining 12 million. So that's what it took to get the job done. Um, I mean, but look at this, look at the Cowboys wide receivers. They still need that guy. They still need someone else, but we'll see. We'll see what, uh, no, that's the Texans wide receivers. Never mind. And the Texans, I mean, you're going to bring in a young QB. Maybe they'll draft a young wide receiver to go along with their QB because they need some work done there. Um, Hargraves to the 49ers is scary. Yes, heavy steps. That is that is uh, very scary. And then former Vikings wide receiver Adam Thielen announced that he's signing with the Carolina Panthers. Um, I thought this was pretty insane that the uh, um, Thielen, not that he got that he signed with them, but the fact that he... Uh, he got a three-year, $25 million contract. I just He does not look like himself out there anymore. And uh, that's a lot of money to be paying that guy. But we'll see Carolina. Carolina making some moves. Um, and Heavy Step says Bears made some good moves. Yeah, they've made some good moves so far. And then uh, we got a uh, former Eagles safety, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, uh, reached an agreement tonight with the Detroit Lions. So he's going to Detroit. Uh, Lions are giving him a one-year deal worth up to $8 million. Um, what else do we got? What else do we got? Mm -mm -mm. That seems to be about it. Browns free agent linebacker, Anthony Walker is visiting the commanders today. So that's what we got updated over the weekend. Um, in the NFL, I will do a separate stream or video here soon covering all of the NFL free agency moves because there is a lot. There's a lot this year. I told you this is probably going to be the greatest NFL free agency, uh, period of our lifetime, just with all the big names and, uh, you know, People jumping ship to different teams and whatnot, and everything that's out there, especially with trade value and like draft coming up. Um, you, I mean, hell, we still don't we still don't have any news yet on the Aaron Rodgers stuff and when that's going to get done. So we'll do that separately. And finally, finally, the UFC this weekend, UFC two eighty six, Edwards versus Usman. As you can see. Leon Edwards kept the belt. He defeats Usman in a majority decision. One one judge, I was wondering what what, what happened there, but one judge, something must have happened, uh, graded it as a as a draw. So we have Leon Edwards 
majority decision. And what I'm hearing is it sounds like this was just one of those where it could have went either way, but it's, you gotta, if you're going to take the belt, you got to beat the champ. And it's funny. It's funny because Usman, this, this is why the UFC is so strange and so crazy. Cause you have these guys that are, you know, champs or just big names that everyone knows. And that, you know, they're the champion and the champion for a long time. Then they lose the belt like Usman did. And Usman was dominating that first fight. Uh, or I mean, I guess the last fight and he was dominating it and he, he just got caught with a head kick. Okay. It happens. You think he'd come back and he would just dominate again, but no, he ends up losing. And that's a funny thing about UFC. When you fall off, you fall off fast. Um, a guy who might fit that category, but you know, did not fall, fall off completely is Justin Gaethje. He gets the decision win. But look at this, kind of a kind of a lame card. If you're just looking at without watching it, I didn't watch it, but without watching it, you just look at it, look at the uh, the results, and you got a decision. Uh, this is just the main card. You got a decision, decision, a submission. So that must have been pretty fun to watch. Uh, a majority decision and a majority decision. So a lot of fights go in the distance. Usually not so much fun for the fans there. But I mean, hey, some of them could have been been just stand up ex exchanging back and forth the whole time. But it sounds like with the main event was kind of boring and kind of a letdown. But Leon Edwards remains the champ, and Colby Covington is going to get a crack at him. He is next to challenge Edwards for the belt, and that one's going to be a fun, fun fight. So. There you have it, everyone. That's our little morning espresso shot of sports. Shout out to everyone watching over on Rumble. We got people on Rumble right now. Hop in the chat. Let me know what you think about some of these sports things. I'm going to be doing this every morning. And as you can see, I'll be doing it from my, this garage I'm in right now as I'm setting stuff up in the new place. But uh, as you can see, all the crap behind me. Um, and if you're listening uh, on the podcast, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Uh, come check me out over on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash game on podcast rumble. Just look for game on show. You'll see me there. Or you just go to gameon.locals.com. It's free to join. Come be a part of the great sports community that we have over there. And it'll be easy because you'll find everything. Everything's all in one spot. You'll find all the links and everything to over there so go over to gameon.locals.com where we will have another daily live chat like we do every day up over there talking about all the sports and the bets and stuff that we're going to be making and uh you know having a good time so 22 minutes is about how long i thought this would go so we nailed it we nailed it anyways have a good day everyone it is monday make sure you get your coffee in and until next time talk to you guys later